Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Morning, happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, nine days away from kickoff in Dublin, Ireland. Are your headphones working over there? There you go. Not working still? We'll figure it out. Sip is trying to figure out his headphones. And uh, we'll get this show rolling. Mike Schaefer joins us 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. as always for the full Mike Schaefer hour. We'll talk to with Rick Heyman today at 645. But Sip. Nine days away. How are you feeling? I feel wonderful. How do you feel? Oh, I feel great. It, yesterday it felt really close. Today it feels far away. That probably just goes with how sort of out of whack I am most of the time. Um, but I am I do like the first segment. Thank you. Yeah. And then we'll just see how the show goes from there. <laughs> yeah, everything's call. fine. I don't, I'm not... Yeah, that, that kind of threw me off. We're having some uh, technical issues in this studio. Well, right? I mean, yesterday you decided to unhinge the microphone from its stand. That was fun. As it just was hanging here for like, you know, a full segment. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes the jacks are missing on the headphones. People move them to different spots. There's headphones all over the place. It's a zoo. It's, it's all jacked Welcome up. to a radio station in football season, a sports radio station. Things yeah. are all over the place. How are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm fine. Okay, we're off to a rousing start. I, no, I, come on, I turn le- up the energy a little bit. I leave for Scotland tomorrow. So yeah. my head is in a lot of spaces right now in terms of what do I need to get done uh, for packing and to make sure I'm prepared for the trip. Uh, you told me yesterday you were packed. Well, I am packed for my clothes. Now i got to get my backpack, my stuff I, for the plane. Like I can use on the plane for my you know 19,000 hours of flying mm-hmm. to get figured out. Do I need to download the Netflix app on my phone or my computer so I can actually have entertainment. Don't overthink. Or I believe you can watch movies just on the, right. the, the screens there yeah. and not have to worry about if it's my movie or Classic not. overdoing it here, I think. Just get on a damn plane and go, okay? I, it's, it's, it's different than that, Sip. One of my flights home is 11 hours, one of them, and that doesn't even get to, to Nebraska. That goes to Denver. Hopefully you can sleep for about five. Well, you got to time it out so you're not messed up with your schedule for, with jet lag involved. You got to yeah. time it out what makes sense to sleep in it so I'm not completely out of whack. Or I'll be out of whack, but not completely out of whack. Yeah, we're gonna be out of whack. We're gonna be out of whack. Right, right. Yeah, uh, the Monday show if we are both back here in time like we're supposed to be, it's gonna be of course informative because it's gonna we're, we're gonna have a result from the football game, but also. How are we going to be operating after that serious jet lag coming I think we'll back? Be fine. I think my immediate concern is not nine days from now. It is right now because <laughs> we're off to a slow start. Oh, we're fine. Four six four five six eight five. Text me right now because I want to see a roll call for those who think it's slow today. We're fine. Everybody's good. We're grand. We're in a great mood today. We're nine days from kickoff. Text me, Texas, where uh, you're listening from, what's your name, and if you want to, for Sip's pleasure, your age, as he likes that. There was a great line in No Country for Old Men that I just discovered. If you, you know, if you, I, 
I watched the movie for the tenth time. I don't know why this line hit me last night. Um, what's her? I can't say her name, but she encounters the killer in her bedroom. Oh, um, and she, he, she knows her fate, but she she encounters him and she sits down and she says, "I buried my mom today, and I haven't paid for it." And and he said very calmly. You're not going to have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you liked that, didn't you? I did. You did like I that. Did. Well, I didn't like it in a I, – I thought it was a good line. A good line. Great movie. I know you appreciate good lines in movies. Yeah, that's a great movie. Oh, my God. That's a great Is it better movie. than American Made? No, it's not. Is that your favorite movie, yeah. American Made? Yeah, you can't – I don't know if you could say, is that, is that a better movie than American Made? And I'd say, yeah. I don't think there's any movie I'd say that to. No Country for Old Men goes right about to training that, day? though. Love Training Day, but no, not American Made. Okay. Uh, this No Country for Old Men's a close thing. I've told you this. Me and Trixie went to it on a night. We kind of missed the last line, so we went back the next night just so we could see the Indian again. <laughs> just for the ending, you went back? <laughs> yeah, because we kind of missed the ending. And in the theater, it's not like you, you can – Say, hey, can you play that again? Hey, yes. <laughs> so you went back. Yes, yeah, we went back the, the next night. Yeah, it was during the, I think it was during the Callahan era. That's why. That's a ways ago. It was super cold that that winter. It was po- it was postseason, right after the season. It was a Callahan era because there was no bowl game. Mm. It was one of the years with no bowl. First in a long, long time. Now it's a. Now it's common here. God dang it. Which gets us Let's right. Let's make that not come. Let's yeah. get us right into us, our first segment. Yes. This is oh, seem, my God. That went like perfect. It seems like a simple question, but I want to know exactly where you're at with things. Okay. We're, we're nine days away from kickoff in Dublin. So what gives you, SIP listeners, everybody, the most confidence about the team this year that they can get back to a bowl game or okay. beyond? Okay. I want to – before we go forward on that, I want to twist the – the conversation around a little bit. We talk all the time about what makes us confident. What is holding you back from thinking it's going to be a good season? Uh, The past five years haunted me. That's why. Okay. But I'm not saying it won't be. I'm saying what could hold me back. It's what I have seen for five years. I know. That is the answer to the question. and, And I do think that's relevant. But how relevant is it? With all these new faces, new quarterback, new coaches, new people touching the ball on specials, how relevant is that? Well, I need to see early on, probably. I, mean, I want. I don't want this game against Northwestern to be close if it's if it can't be. If it's a blowout, I'll be ecstatic. But I don't expect a blowout. I expect a Nebraska win in kind of uncomfortable fashion. But I need to see Nebraska early on sip, not do the things that have haunted them in the past. I you, untimely turnovers. Um, stupid penalties at bad times, like all the things that just make you pull your hair out. I'm not saying you get rid of all of those, but can we can we minimize those? Can we make those less than what they have been? Minimize. Early. I think it's minimize, not minimalize. Yeah, it but could be a different yeah. format. Anyway, anyway, again, I ask you, what is the relevancy? The first thing you're, why are you hesitant to predict? So let's say eight or nine wins. Your first answer is because of what's happened in the past. Isn't that the best indicator of the of what's going to happen ahead? Maybe right? I'm not. I'm not attacking you. I'm asking you. Yeah. Is how? Why is it? See, I wonder how relevant that what happened three years ago is now. 
what happened two years ago is now, what happened last year. How relevant is it? You have a lot of new faces now. Well, I, I hope you're right. I hope that that results in a, a big change in the way this team operates. It's interesting year. to me that that's the first reason you give for your hesitancy to project this team to have a good season. I don't know why it shouldn't be, though, because it's because, happened for five because, years. It's not like you had four I'm years. the relevancy. It's, all, it's very relevant if you haven't <laughs> been to a bowl game since 2016. That's what's relevant. I, I don't is, think you're wrong. I don't, I, I just, it's just, I don't think you're totally wrong. We do that with all programs, right? Yes. This program's never been good. Why is it going to be good now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, name a Syracuse. I mean, Syracuse Orangemen. They've just don't have much of a history and you take that history into account when you evaluate them right now we're starting to do that with nebraska i think not that they're like not that they're like syracuse but we do it with like a team like ucla right Mm -hmm. we We don't really we don't when we think of ucla we think of them differently than usc and usc will get the benefit of the doubt right based on past performance get the benefit of the doubt yes yeah Mm -hmm. based on past performance we do that so I get it. I get where you're coming from, but I just question if you're evaluating this team, how much should you really evaluate or how much of the evaluation should go back to what has happened in previous years? I don't. It's way different right now. It's a little different conversation because they changed the coaching staff. They changed the play caller. They changed the special teams coordinator. They made major changes. And you have a you have a major change at quarterback. Boy, I had one and, guy. And you're asking me, all those things to click right away. Shh. <laughs> yeah. Now you can see it's, uh, it's, you it's whether both you're sides a, the spectrum. It's whether here. you're a glass half full, glass half empty person. See, I point to those changes as a reason why they can have they can turn turn this around pretty fast. Not a reason why it can't. It has to be done properly. Um, as for the quarterback. You know, I, I did that Garner Industries shout out to Garner Industries. It was a they had a great luncheon and a great crowd and a lot of hope you see faces out there that are just so hopeful. They're Good. just they just want Good. They want this to work. And a big reason one of the one of the guys out there told me, one of the Garner industry guys told me, um, that if Adrian was still the quarterback. You know, Adrian Martinez. I, I've heard of him. Yeah, Adrian Martinez. If Adrian was still the quarterback, he would not have renewed his season tickets. And this is a this is a clearly from his my discussion with this man okay. and his questions. He's a very avid fan. He would not have renewed his tickets if Adrian were the quarterback. Okay, so now you got a new quarterback whose thumb is healthy, throwing it well. Good decision maker. Been in the cl- been in been in hard situations at Texas. Quarterback battles, Red River rivalry, uh, tough losses, few good wins. Understands the pressure attached to this. Should feel pretty good about that picture, right? If you're if you're formulating reasons why you think this will turn kind of on a dime, go from three to eight or nine. I think you start right there. I think you start with Casey Thompson. Well, he's a reason for optimism, no doubt about that. I mean, people are curious about that. And, and like I said earlier, I, I go back to yesterday. I said, imagine Nebraska's opening drive this year, which Nebraska has been a boomer bust offense at times. They've, resu- they've relied heavily on the big play. I said, what if the hypothetical, they have a 10-play, 11-play drive where they do get chunks, but it's not one big play, and they have a red zone touchdown. 
Okay, that'd be great. They've had issues with long drives and finishing off drives in the red zone. What well, if in the first drive of the season they, they do both those things? Well, that would be a dream come true. It would be really encouraging, but I'm not expecting that. I don't expect that from Alabama on the first drive. Uh, I think you probably, no, I probably do. No, I don't. I mean, come on. Because it's hard to do for a college team to drive the ball ten times, ten plays without. Well, they'll probably score two plays. Without a mistake. Um. So I'm not. I'm That's not, what I'm saying, though. Hypothetically, right. what if they have? So, okay, maybe I'm, if, I'm, in the I'm, first quarter. Then. I'm going to go back to my original question because I don't think you've addressed it sufficiently. If okay, so you've said the main reason holding you back from predicting a good season is the past. Give me a, a present reason, please. That holds me back. Yes. Present. Well, uh, again, look at. You can look at Michigan State two different ways last year in terms of what they did. The the transfers mm-hmm. were a risk by them. They got 20 transfers. It worked out. Right. All those new guys, it clicked together. Mel Tucker got it right, mm-hmm. and they had a great season. They won 11 games, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, it doesn't always click like no. that. No. So that's why. it's a, yeah, lot, that's, that's... a lot of new faces can be a very good thing, and it can be a very concerning thing. So that's a reason why I might have the glass half empty. Absolutely. Now, that makes sense to me. That makes sense. You just don't know how that how that chemistry is all going to. That's fair. <laughs> is it going to spill over the pot, or is it going to, or is are are we going to manage the burner well, and it's there not, and it's not going to spill over. Now that's a lot of that, Scott. Can Scott? Okay, so you have a pot on the stove with boiling water. There we go. Right, you have a pot on the stove with bo- boiling water. Right, You're just making some macaroni. I mean, some that, what? <laughs> Macaroni, macaroni, minimalize macaroni. Words are hard. You're just making some macaroni, and and you got that boiling water. And if you're screwing around, or if you got something going on, and you don't, you're not paying attention. The water goes over, right? But if you're if you're on your screws, on your game, on point. You hit it. You you pour you pour that macaroni in there right right at the perfect time. <laughs> it's macaroni. Perfect. It's no macaroni. The grandkids say macaroni. Oh, they do. And, yeah, and I've okay. and I've picked up on it. I, I can't. And I've tried to change it. I can't even do it. Macaroni. Yeah. Okay, macaroni. Thank you. Um, so that um, Scott, Scott, you got to manage this. And if it gets, see, you know what? You know one way that water could boil over quick. Loss in Dublin. Damn water's oh, boiling over. To start the season, yeah. yeah the water off the bat is Or boiling. one of the first three games. Like, we better be very careful, very careful about, okay, they beat Northwestern, now Oklahoma. No, <laughs> no, no, don't no, do that. No, 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 I, I'm, no. I know North Dakota's not North Dakota State, but you're coming off of a week of travel. Exactly. Not, not just across the country, across exactly. the world. Yeah, don't do this. Don't do this where we where we just take for granted two wins. You know what? You know what I almost hope. You know, or I think if you were a Nebraska fan, you should almost almost hope, Jake. Close game in Dublin, close win, something like thirty-one to twenty-one, where you're pushed. You know, I don't know that. I don't know. I, it goes with now. It goes with what you're saying about all these new faces. I don't know what this makeup is. Can they hand? Could they handle? A resounding forty-two to seven win against Northwestern, or is that? Or are they just going to get way overconfident yeah, if that happens? That's, that's good. That's a great question. Yeah, 
The yeah, other go, you go you have yeah you have not arrived as a team if you beat Northwestern forty two to seven. Well, they one. think that though we're making such a big deal of it. It's in Dublin. The world's going to be watching in a sense, right? It's a week zero game, so there'll be a lot of eyes on Nebraska, which we haven't even talked about, by the way. Week zero, you get a lot of eyes on you, man. You just hope Nebraska quits itself nicely, right, in front of the world. But that, could they handle that if they if they put a whooping on Northwestern like they did last year. Could they handle that success? See, that's that's a question you have to have. That's a question because you don't know the you don't know the principles as well as you know because you, like that, you see, don't know the, a lot of the principles because they're new faces. Sip, that's the question about the hunger of the team because if if they are truly hungry, the forty two to seven, if they win that way, they, they'll say we want more of that. I know. They won't be satisfied saying, well, all right, we're here. That's what I mean. But if you don't have a truly hungry team, if you have a team that just wants is on a mission to start off the season well, then, yeah, it's a fair question. How do you respond from that? Do you, you, know what, do you yeah. come back sluggish? Do you know what another fair question is? Unanswerable but fair. <laughs> How long is Casey's leash? How long do is you, Casey Thompson's leash? Do we, do we want to find that out? It, sounds, <laughs> it seems like a bad sign if that's the case. Well, the reason you can't answer the question is because you haven't seen enough of Chubba Purdy. Because that that answers the question in a lot of ways, right? How long is Casey's leash? Knowing that they do have a quarterback they feel good about, and maybe two in, in Logan and, excuse me, Logan Smothers and Chubba Purdy. So I wonder about that question. That's one thing I'll be very interested in. If Casey were to struggle a little bit, how much patience would they have with him? That's a question I don't want to find out. That means we're off to a bad start. Yeah, if, you better bring. If some. we're talking about, look at the what is yeah, going the lines, on. The, yeah, all three lines are Jack. If, if we're talking about by the second game or third game, <laughs> how long the leash is, that's a horrible sign that things aren't going the way they should. Be. Eh, we can manage that. Let's see what Bob has. Let's get some calls. We've got three to get to. Bob is up first. Bob, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey guys, I got I got a I got a question for you, and then I then I've got a uh, uh, what I what I really am optimistic about this okay. year. Right. But if you want to put Nebraska, now you're talking Nebraska that you're not you're not going to want to get on board because of what they did last year. Well, does that mean then Ohio State is only going to is is not going to be uh, is not going to beat Michigan because they didn't do it last year? Yeah. Doesn't work like that. that Bob. Does that mean Michigan? Now wait a minute. Does that mean Michigan now? Is, is going to win it because that's what they did last year. Mm-hmm. If you're going to evaluate Nebraska mm-hmm. and then you're, you're talking Northwestern, well, why do you think Northwestern is going to beat Nebraska? Because they got beat last year. You want to, you know, so if you're going to evaluate Nebraska from what they did, you better evaluate every other team of what they did last year, okay? Thanks, and Bob. what makes me no, more optimistic hang up on this, this year is our special teams. And I like I like Bill Bush as special teams coordinator. He's proven that he can do special teams. And – the special teams last year cost us a few games. So, yep. um, I, you know, and with that turning around, that's going to win some games this year. And, you know, I would not have a problem with Nebraska, you know, winning by 10 uh, and, uh, down there in Dublin. You know, uh, I just don't think that, though, that if they do win big, they're not going to say they're here because, you know, there is nothing to base that on because of what has happened. So, you know. Um, we just got to get turned around one game at a time, and uh, let's get this. Let's get uh, Northwestern under belt. Let's get the win, and then we'll worry about North 
uh, North Dakota and uh, right down the line. Okay. So uh, one game at time, guys. And, uh, you know, um, and you can't evaluate this team by what they did last year when you've got brand-new faces and brand-new coaches. Thanks, and Bob. Okay. He was why, just why were you so anxious to get rid of Bob? Well, he's, 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 making the same, he's repeating the same thing. Again. That's <laughs> he's why. making sense. Bob, the answer to the question is I'm not saying they can't have a good year. I expect them to make a bowl game. I've said that. I expect them to make a bowl game. But in terms of this big leap, you're going off of – you're saying I can't go off of last year. I'm going off of five years. Uh, but his point is valid. Uh, it how relevant is that information? You mentioned it first when I asked you what holds you back from thinking they're a good team. You went right to the past card. And I say that is fine to a point, but not as the first reason. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm with Bob. You, you can't – that's the first reason? You just go to – I don't know. Like, you pinning this on – I'm trying to think of players from two years ago that aren't around What is anymore. the best indicator of future success? <laughs> huh? What is it? The past, right? Isn't the past the best indicator of the future success? Isn't that a, isn't that a common cliche? A phrase? Well, then, then Nebraska's going to win 56-7. to seven. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, let's bring, bring that on then. <laughs> no. I have my concerns. I think it's valid for you to say that. I just wonder about saying it is your first concern. Your first concern well, out the, of the I, gate. I, I don't other know ones. what this team is going to look like. I think that's Mark here. Yeah, um, I know. But I, I'm, I'm with Bob on that, by the way. And oh, please listen, don't hang up on Bob. I, I, I did. I well, Bob was repeating himself for a couple of times. That's why I hung up. Okay. Bob understands. Well, Bob, call back in tomorrow. We appreciate your okay. calls. All right, we've got more calls to get to. Uh, we've got Vince in Napa, California, who I'm sure is fired up this morning, nine days from kickoff. Vince, fire away. You're on early break. You're damn right I'm fired up. <laughs> okay, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are, aren't you? You are. Yeah. Well. well yeah, cough. Any, anyhow, well, anyhow, though, as far, as far as, you know, reasons to be optimistic and reasons, you know, reasons to be hesitant, I mean, <clears throat> I think in one respect, the, you know, the new faces are reasons to be optimistic because, you know, again, you know, they weren't, they weren't, you know, they haven't been here for the losing the last five years. So, I mean, so that's where they bring maybe kind of a freshness, but I hope even kind of a looseness because, you know, that, because, you know, we all know what's at stake here. I mean, hopefully, and like I said, it's my hope, not just, not just this Saturday, but throughout the season. They, you know, that they, that they bring a certain looseness. It's like, hey, you know, this, this is still a football game. Let's go out and play. You know, but, um, but as far as, the, you know, the reasons to be pessimistic, I don't think it's so much because what happened, you know, five, you know, the last five years is so relevant to what's going to happen this year. I just think it's more because as a fan base, we feel snake bit because we've come into, you know, we've come into most of these seasons with optimism, thinking, okay, this is the year we turn it around, this is the year we turn it around, whereas now it's like, okay, let's, you know, let's, let's kind of, you know, let's kind of take a wait-and-see approach. And, and, um, but uh, most of all, you know, I, as far as the half-full and half-empty, I mean, I've never necessarily looked at that because if I have a glass of wine and it's halfway down, I'm saying to myself, I'm going to finish this glass and pour me some more wine. I mean, now for the record, I don't drink this early in the morning. Just so you know. Are you sure? But um, uh, yes, I'm very sure because I can't <laughs> okay. drive my commercial truck Fair. under the influence of wine. However, when I get home, that's that's a different story. But um, most of all, I mean, 
I just want to see a team. I want to see a team that you know that, that plays like they're on a mission. We've we've heard the yeah. last few years we yeah. are on a mission. Yeah, but it hasn't necessarily, you know, manifested itself. Play uh, like you're on a mission, mm-hmm. and you know what? Yes. To play like you're on a mission, yes. okay. every opponent you play. Uh huh. If we can't get along, we might as well get it on. <laughs> right there it is. <laughs> there Thank it is. Vince. Thank you, Vince. Isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting the way life is? Jacob, a reason for optimism can also be a reason for pessimism. All the new faces are mm-hmm. bold. They're right. bold. That, yes. We have to allow for that. A new quarterback is reason for optimism. We quickly may discover that it's reason for pessimism. You just don't right. know. You don't I know. know. See, that's why at Michigan State, they came off of a bad year the previous mm-hmm. year before last year. They like, got they, a quarterback. What, two and four, two and five in COVID year. Then last year they yeah, take two all, and five. They get all the transfers. Uh-huh. This is – You'll go big or go home, and they went big, and it worked out. They went big, and, and, and they went big, and it really worked out for Mel Tucker because he's now making ten million dollars <laughs> yeah. and smoking fabulous cigars. The man won the lottery by saving this. Bring in all the transfers. You guys will mesh. You'll mesh, and it did. Brian. Brian's up next. Brian, you're on early break. Go ahead. Yo, hello, fellas. How's it going? Hey, Brian. Thanks for your patience. We appreciate that. Oh, not a problem, man. Man, I'm patient. I just woke up. Uh, don't have much to say, really. I just want to say I like your guys' show. I love okay. you guys' show. It's a great show. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I like Jake's songs of the day. I like uh, the trivia segment, even though you're not too good at it, Sip. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. Yeah, I know I'm not very good. Thanks. But I uh, thank you. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, good well, good luck today. I just like uh, I like the recurring callers. I like the new callers. Vince from Napa, California, pumps me up. Good. Uh, so I really just wanted to wish you guys a good trip to Ireland. Thank you. And uh, I know it's a business trip and stuff. I know we all love the Huskers. We want them to, to kick butt and win mm-hmm. for sure every game. Uh, but you know it's. It's a once-in-a-lifetime trip for you guys. You're not on the team, so just enjoy it. And uh, I think the Huskers are going to win, and, and good things will happen. So go Big Red. I'll let you guys go. Thank All right, Brian. Brian. We appreciate Thank you. That's that. That's a nice call. Thank you, Brian. That's, That's a nice call. Brian. That's kind. Yeah, we, we like those kind of calls. That's great. I do, and, I, and uh, a little kindness in this world is Sort of welcome right now, Greg. Yeah, we have another a fourth call of the hour. People are ready. Yeah, no, I love it. Jake, yeah, yeah. Jake. chiming in. Jake, people are ready. We'll to take roll. your calls all show long. Four six four five six eight five. Greg in Michigan is up next on early break. Go ahead, Greg. Morning, guys. Greg, hey, good Greg. morning. Good morning to you. How are you from Michigan? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, beautiful weather here. Woke up to about sixty five and crisp, ready nice. to go. I was pretty excited uh, about the Big Red and the transfers that are going to be playing for them and everything. And then I read ESPN this morning, okay. and Steve Sarkeesian says to ESPN, everyone knew last year that not everyone was bought in in that locker room, and we had to weed out some warts and bad apples. Hmm. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Any correlation to – Big red players that transferred in, or is it just coach speak? 
Well, there's probably there was. Hey, Greg, there were a lot of players. I don't have the number that left, so I wouldn't necessarily. Oh, I'll just say the word personalize this. I don't think he. I don't think Casey Thompson was a bad was a bad apple. For instance, as their starting quarterback, and I don't think that was the reason Casey chose to go. I mean, they just were kind of recruiting over him at that point, right? Yeah. Um, what about the receiver and stuff? Well, sometimes guys find a better fit elsewhere. And I know this. Hey, Greg, now the one thing I can say that's not conjecture in this is that <clears throat> Washington, Marcus Washington has had a great attitude here. I know that for a fact. He's risen to okay. number two. I mean, he's he's probably their second best option at receiver. He's a willing participant on special teams. In fact, he's a good tackler. He, I, I saw him in the last practice, and you could see his bounce. So maybe, maybe if he was a quote unquote bad apple at Texas, which we don't know, but if he was, sometimes just new scenery pulls people out of out of that sort of mentality. So. Hey, Greg, I wouldn't worry about Sark's comments. I really wouldn't. Awesome. Well, thanks for the input, and uh, go Big Red. All right. Good. That's a good – now, Greg. that's interesting. I like, I like the question. Yeah, it is a legit – Greg asked a legit question from Michigan. No doubt about it. I mean, you do – your mind, of course, shifts to Casey and Marcus Washington, right? It has to. Yeah. But I know, I know though, that there's strong evidence on – in both cases, where they're not, they're not bad seeds here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm with you. Uh, we had, we had a texture. Matt G said regarding Casey Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not about his demeanor. It's just about his performance. Uh, Matt G says, "Sip didn't Texas's O line suck when yes. Thompson was there? Wasn't that the big reason he wasn't kind of what wasn't good because of Martin, uh, kind of like Martinez as well?" Matt G just hit on an important on an important uh, point. Texas offensive line was terrible. Yeah. Charles Thompson told me, if you think Nebraska struggled up front last year, you should have seen Texas. Well, if you watch the, the highlights of Casey, even on his good plays, I mean, the line fell apart. Mm-hmm. Like, like like Adrian. I mean, he didn't make plays when yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. line just did him no favors at all. No, the Texas line struggled mightily, and that's documented. I mean, that's not that's not even an opinion. That's just a fact. Okay. They thought that Thompson's thought we're going to Nebraska to an improved offensive line. Fact. That's, and and that to a lot of Husker fans is an interesting comment. Yeah. Because what of what they it have is. seen the last couple of years. I thought it was interesting when he said it. So I'll, yeah, I thought it was interesting when Charles told me that. I talked to Charles for forty five minutes back in the winter. Hmm. Yeah, we had a long – and I wrote a He column. thought at that point that the Nebraska offensive line was, was better, better than Texas. Better than Texas. Like significantly or just better? We're going to a better offensive line situation. Interesting. Yeah. This is before they hired – or after they hired Rayola. Yeah, this could have been – it was right in that – yeah, it was after. Okay, I'm after. pretty sure it was okay. after, yeah. It was in the winter time. It was January or February. That's all I remember. I remember it was a gray day. It was about 4 o'clock. I was in my home office, and I was interviewing Charles Thompson. That's what I remember. Hey, it's getting dark in the afternoon. We had four calls. We'll take more. We'll take yeah. more of your comments. Yeah, you're not going to got... hang up on Bob anymore. I'm not t- going to hang up on tomorrow. Yeah, I just I, <laughs> Bob, I thought, was repeating himself. That's why. Bob gets it. We we love Bob's calls. I know. I'm attacking you a little bit. I'm, 
I'm fine being attacked. I'm used to that as well. You want to call in? Oh, come on. Text in 402-464-5685. More next in an early break in the ticket. <laughs> Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price.